Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to the first installment of the Steel Conversation. My name is Brian Giardi here with Steelers247.com here on 24-7 Sports. Once again, uh, welcome to the first installment of this podcast. It's not regular season time yet, a little less than two weeks away until the Steelers kick it off uh, with the New England Patriots. But we wanted to get the podcast and the show started a couple of weeks before uh, the kickoff of the regular season. Um so we hope that this is going to be a weekly tradition throughout the regular season, and we'll have an off-season schedule as well, but definitely want to uh, make this a, a weekly tradition here um, for the rest of the preseason and going forward, and then hopefully into uh, February, and hopefully the Steelers taking part in Super Bowl 50. So once again, this podcast is called The Steel Conversation. Um, if you ever want to check out our uh, our 24-7 webpage, it's a pit.247sports.com. Again, pit.247sports.com. And uh, we're taking a look right now on uh, everything that's happened in this past week. Um, it's been a crazy week for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, you know, as you know, that they just played their third preseason game. Um, they took the Green Bay Packers, defeated them 24-19. Uh, the first two weeks of the preseason for the Steelers, um, they were losses uh, in the win-loss column, but uh, in all honesty, there were there were some promising things. A couple of things to to, to look at is uh, the, the improved play of Ryan Shazier, uh, the second-year guy out of Ohio State, uh, was injured for most of the 2014 season. Really, got hurt in the first game against the Cleveland Browns, and kind of played through that uh, that injury throughout the rest of the season, and really wasn't as effective. Um, but you know, the rumors. Uh, are that he he trained real hard this off season, wanted to pack on some more bulk, some more muscle onto his lean frame. You know, when he was at Ohio State, he was a very athletic linebacker and had to run around a lot. Now, um, the Steelers, I think, want him to be more stabilized. I mean, and just in general, in the NFL, you're not chasing around a lot of those, those read option quarterbacks that you do um, in college. It's more of the traditional straight back uh, pocket passing and more of those things. So Shazier is bulked up uh, from what it looks like and. Uh, he looked great, especially in the, the first couple of Steelers preseason games. Led the team in tackles uh, in the first two games. Um, I think he had eight tackles in the second game. Um, I think he had 14 total after the Steelers' first two preseason games. So he's looked real strong for the Steelers so far in the preseason. That's Ryan Shazier. His other linebackers, uh, Jarvis Jones and uh, uh, Bud Dupree, they've, they've been coming along. You know, uh, Jarvis has been suffering uh, some injuries since we drafted him uh, with our number one draft pick back in 2013. Um, but he is uh, he's steadily uh, improved. He had a sack, um, and the Steelers went over Green Bay on Sunday. And then Mike Tomlin said the arrow is pointing up with number 95, Jarvis Jones. Another guy is Bud Dupree. Now, you remember a little over a week ago, he had a little uh, a little bust up, a couple of them with Marcus Gilbert, one of our linemen. And, uh, but it was nothing to fret about. Uh, Mike Tomlin and Ben Rosberger actually said in the moments following the fight when they were interviewed, he said to reporters that this was bound to happen, and this was a good thing because – um, finally, uh, you know, Bud Free had to start standing up for himself because you know I think the NFL there's there's a lot of of ground that you have to have to, to earn um, when you're a rookie, especially a first round guy. The linemen are going to come at you a little bit harder. Um, it's initiation all over again. It's probably like college. You know, when you're a high you know four star recruit coming out of high school and you join a new team and especially a good team like the Steelers traditionally are. Um, you know, the new guy's like, all right, well, let's see what this young guy's got. You know, he's coming in highly touted, and we're going to show him how it's done. And it, it's not necessarily a prideful thing or a hazing thing. I, I, I think it's good for the young guys because 
they're going to see the best from NFL opponents to their opponents every single Sunday. So I think it's a good thing that the Steelers' offensive line has, has apparently come on him uh, pretty hard. So um, I think it's a good thing that that happened uh, to Marcus, or I'm sorry, to Bud Dupree and uh, the Steelers lineman. And, and he responded on Sunday. You know, he came back, had another uh, uh, sack. The Steelers had six in general. And uh, they were kind of led to on Sunday by James Harrison, who, my goodness, this, this guy, uh, he's been in the league since 2002. This is his 14th season. He still brings it. You know, he's played all but one season with the Steelers, spent that one year, 2013, with the Bengals. Then he retired. And we needed him last year. We needed some depth. We, Shazier got hurt. We brought him in, and, and uh, we can't get him to, to leave. And that's, a, that's no problem on our side because he's definitely done well. And, and I think, you know, uh, he had a nice season last year. Uh, didn't produce the crazy stats that we're accustomed to. But, you know, given his age at 37 and given the fact that he was in retirement mode, um, uh, you know, in the off season, he said he had retired. I'm sure he wasn't in the shape he wanted to be in. Now, with a whole off season of conditioning and training the way that we know he does, I mean, we know uh, he's a workout legend, uh, a maven in the weight room, that, that I would expect big things from Harrison. Now, Joey Porter, his, his new position coach, the former Steeler great linebacker, said that they're going to limit him to 20 to 25 snaps a game. So he's never going to uh, assemble those amazing statistics. Now, if he can prove to Joey Porter that, that he can play more and the Steelers need him to, then he could have those those numbers. But regardless, I think when he's in the game, you're going to see a much more effective and consistently effective James Harrison in 2015 than what you saw in 2014. And in 2014, James Harrison, for what we needed him for, wasn't too bad. So there's a couple of highlights, a few other ones. I wanted to get to you real quick. Uh, is Garrett Hartley, uh, Sean Sweezum, uh, our old kicker, um, very accurate kicker. We've had him since 2010. Um, he suffered a torn ACL and meniscus uh, in the uh, Steelers' first preseason game um, against the Vikings. Uh, Garrett Hartley, we, we brought him in a few days later. He beat out two other guys at Heinz Field to win the job, and he has been on fire. Reportedly, he had 11 of 13 field goals in his first practice with the Steelers that Wednesday after we were signed uh, Tuesday after Sweezum was injured. Um, the only two misses were 51-yard attempts. Uh, he was two for two in the Jacksonville game, his first preseason game, uh, the Steelers' second one that they lost down there in Jacksonville, um, and then hit another field goal against Green Bay. So he's three for three so far. He's hit all his extra points. He has not missed a single kick for the Steelers since we got him. So, uh, you know, tough to lose Sweezum, but it looks like we found the right guy in uh, Garrett Hartley, uh, at least for the short term this season. Um, and then going towards this weekend, what – a crazy week this was. So the Steelers win, and then in, in the loss, early in the loss, we lose Marquise Pouncey, our four-time Pro Bowler, our two-time All-Pro, um, to a left ankle injury, uh, officially a, a broken left fibula bone, which, um, you know, was, was had the injury this past Sunday, uh, had the surgery on Monday, and uh, from all told, the surgery went well. Um, that is when the broken bone was revealed. And uh, Mike Tomlin said on Thursday, yesterday, that he expects uh, Pouncey uh, to now miss regular season, he's not ruling it out. He thinks that Pouncey could possibly uh, return to the Steelers by maybe week 10. I would say the earliest, you know, I'd say the A goal would be uh, mid, mid-season, the B goal would be, uh, you know, the 10th week, and then the C goal, you know, means worst-case scenario, maybe we get him by the end of the season or not at all. But uh, I would say that we're going to see Pouncey, uh, you know, maybe 8 to 10 weeks down the line. But uh, while we wait for Pouncey, the Steelers uh, did bring in Doug Ligurski, who we had from 2009 to 13. Um, Doug uh, started in Super Bowl 45 after Pouncey was injured uh, you know, weeks earlier before the Super Bowl, and uh, we let him go following the 2012 season. Then he had, sent, he had since played with Buffalo and San Diego with a free agent. We acquired him shortly uh, after Pouncey was hurt on Tuesday. 
Um, we also have Cody Wallace, eight-year veteran. He, he started four games with Pouncey, missed most of the 2013 season. Pouncey had an injury against the Titans in week one, and Wallace uh, stepped in did well. So we've gotten now two guys that are going to share the load. I would say Ligurski would probably play center because he's more of a traditional center, even though Wallace has been around the Steelers more. So it's a toss-up, but I would say Ligurski and then we'll, we'll plug in Wallace forever. Not really sure what's going to happen yet. Ligurski can't play both positions, so either way the Steelers do have flexibility on the O-line. Again, it's, it's an awful thing to lose talent, but at least the Steelers do have a somewhat of a backup plan. Um, we now have a new backup quarterback. Michael Vick, as I'm sure we all know by now, unless you've been living on Iraq or, or traveling abroad with no Internet uh, connection, which doesn't exist in 2015, but I digress. So, Bruce Gretkowski, our backup quarterback of the last couple seasons, gets hurt um, against the Packers on Sunday. He had just come back from a shoulder injury that had pretty much sidelined him all of the offseason. So, he's back in action on Sunday and gets hurt right away. Um, uh, injury uh, the next day revealed, or, or, or uh, uh, medical reviews revealed that he had a dislocated finger in his non-throwing arm. But re- regardless, that's that's going to sideline you. Um, you can't, you know, grip the ball. It's hard to pump fake it. Everything like that. So Krakowski has surgery. He's done for the foreseeable future. So the Steelers they look at their emergency quarterback list of the, the free agents on the board: Christian Ponder, so and so and so, and uh, you know, so forth, and uh, don't like what they see. However, there is Michael Vick out there, but you know what that brings. That brings controversy because he was arrested for dogfighting for two years from 2007 to 2009. Came back, played for the Eagles, um, led them to a playoff appearance in the NFC's title in 2010, and then for the first time in his career as a backup uh, in New York this past season. Did start a few games, won a game, actually, ironically enough, beat the Steelers, and he's actually 2-0-1 against the Steelers in his career. He had to win against them in 06 in that crazy tie in 2002 where Vic was really Vic back then. That was the, like, electric, just just crazy quarterback that was Michael Vic. You know, Cordell Stewart on steroids. I'm not saying Vic was on steroids. But that's kind of what he got. Like, Stewart was, was great, but, you know, when his, for a very short prime, uh, running and, and, and being electric. But, man, Michael Vic just, just took it to another level. Just fast, strong, and not a bad thrower. I mean, certainly you would never put him up there with the big bends or your breezes for, for and Aaron Rodgers for efficiency. But the guy was still a decent quarterback, uh, given his rawness back then, and, and given the fact that um, his athletic ability, I, I'm sure he never had to home his craft passing uh, efficiency as much just because he could get away with, with scrambling so much. Um, there was some backlash, for sure. There was some backlash. Steelers.com posted a story to kind of try to to make it more even key on the try, try to, uh, you know, make sure all is good with Steelers Nation. But still, there was going to be the inevitable backlash. Uh you know, Vic spoke to reporters following his first practice on Wednesday. Very diplomatic. Um, I'm sure he's, he's done this interview, you know, countless times. This is his third city now since he's been released from jail. And uh, Brandon Boykin, a uh, new steel cornerback from this past offseason, we brought him in. And, uh, said he's, he's uh, really turned his life around. He won an award with the Eagles uh, for his charity work. He, he, he does work with, uh, uh, you know, with dog abuse now, trying trying to, to pass some things in Congress to, to – you know, for animal safety and whatnot. So he does work with the Humane Society. So from all accounts, he seems like he's trying to turn his life around. And in all honesty, the Steelers just need a backup quarterback. You know, they, they really couldn't be taken. We needed someone. And Mike Tomlin likes to go with veterans. He had Charlie Batt. He had uh, Byron Leftwich, Super Bowl in 08. And he, he led us to a big uh, uh, win on Monday night against uh, the Redskins to kind of keep us rolling. Um, so Tomlin likes a veteran quarterback. Uh, uh, Christian Ponder is not a veteran quarterback. He's not a bad quarterback, but he's not a, a veteran with – with playoff experience, Michael Vick has led teams to the playoffs. He's led a team to the NFC title game that he did in 2004 with Atlanta. So this is a guy that's got 
uh, you know, veteran background. And really, I think Vic's uh, age will be a positive for the Steelers if he ever has to play because he's not going to try to scramble as much because he, he's 35 years old. He's self-admittingly lost a little bit of steps. He's still probably more athletic than nine at, at and a half out of ten quarterbacks in the NFL. He's still more athletic than Brady. But um, So I think that actually could be a good thing because you're getting a more mature, uh, more polished Michael Vick, and, and I think that's going to help the Steelers. Now, again, say what you want about his character, but if you're just looking at football, which the Steelers are in the business of doing, unfortunately, just looking at the, the black and white wins and losses, I think he was our best uh, bet uh, with our uh, backup quarterback situation. Um, looking at Martavis Bryant, unfortunately, that came up uh, yesterday. And as I said at the start of this show, it's just been a crazy week. Uh, Martavis Bryant, um, substance abuse, the NFL fought, uh, has suspended him for four games, and Bryant is uh, going to uh, challenge uh, the the – the four-game suspension laid down by the NFL. Uh, fear not, Steelers fans, it's a big blow, but if you remember, Bryant set out the first six games last year. We've got Sammy Coates, who set a very nice preseason. He was our third-round receiver that we acquired uh, from Auburn. Seems like a mature kid. He's played well. He's played well on special teams. Covered a fumble against Jacksonville. We've got Antonio Bryant, the All-Pro. We've got Heath Miller, who had over 750 yards receiving the last season, 60-plus catches. We've got Marcus Wheaton, who had a touchdown uh, against the Packers and a two-point conversion catch from Big Ben against Jacksonville. Um, we've got Derek Stewart Bay had a very nice preseason, had a couple catches. Uh, so we're going to be okay. We're going to be okay. And uh, D'Angelo Williams, who's going to re- replace Le'Veon Bell, has had a very nice preseason as well. So, you know, the Steelers are going to have to plug some holes early on, but I think the offense is going to continue to truck and be just fine. Defensively, Shamarco Thomas, Mike Mitchell, we've got to keep looking at that secondary. Stephon Stewart's been battling injuries as well as Mike Mitchell. They won't play tomorrow. Um, continue to look at the linebackers. Uh, again, let's see if Bud Dupree uh, can again show improvement, the same improvement that he showed on Sunday. Uh, against the Bills, you're going to see uh, Rex Ryan is now in Buffalo. He likes that ground and pound, just like the old school Steelers did back in the day with Franco and the bus. You're going to see when the starters are on the field for Buffalo, a lot of LaShawn McCoy. So for the Steelers' uh, defense, they're going to be tested. The rush defense will be greatly tested against the Buffalo Bills. The Steelers played better in the later stages against the Packers on defense, but they did allow that that, that uh, touchdown drive to Green Bay starters on uh, the first possession of Sunday's game. Let's see if our defense can make a stand early against the Bills' offense. Um, this has been a quick podcast, but it was our first one. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, please continue to go to our website, pitch.247sports.com, to follow all the latest and greatest Steelers news. And uh, we'll talk again shortly. So, once again, this is Brian Diardo signing off, saying so long. And as always, it's a great day to be a Steelers fan.